could you do one thing for me? Could you say, welcome to the life on the bright side? I found bright side. Can you say, welcome? Welcome to you on the bright side. Yay. Are you, <laughs> are you going to take a nap? <laughs> are you so tired? <laughs> me too. You are? Okay. Well, I'm going to do a talk about the sunrise, okay? Mm -hmm. And you're going to get some rest? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Brightsiders, happy Friday. Welcome to Life on the Bright Side. Now that is definitely a bright side. Also, the brightest spot in my day has been the sunrise. Hence the name Life on the Bright Side. The derivation of that phraseology came from when my mom was sick many years ago she had lung disease and passed in 2016 as i say that out loud i cannot believe it has been that long july is a tough month for us and has always been in the past but for some reason this month this year has been better a lot better my heart is not as heavy this time after six years of missing her but the month of July, what it meant to us was that was her last month on earth. She spent it in bed, in hospice care. What that meant to me was that I had to juggle my family and my time with my mom very carefully so that I could spend as much time as possible with her. Literally taking every breath with her until her last. My sister was the main caregiver where my mom was staying and my brother who not knowing really how to care give did the things that were necessary like making food, cleaning the yard, getting things accomplished because men need to do things, physical things at times in order to process their emotions. So my sister and I would keep busy with the daily tasks of talking to my mom, talking to the caregivers who came from hospice. And the reason I discuss this is because this month is very emotional for me. And you might have a similar time in your life when you were dealing with something that was emotional, something that you may not have gotten over, that put you in a dark place. Well, coming out on the other side is not as flip of a switch, snap of a finger for most people as it was not for us. That sense of grieving and missing my mom took a long time, but when my mom was sick and she was in the hospital, I made her a promise and I said to her, Mom, I don't know what to do for you, so I am going to go watch the sunrises and sunsets for you. And I brought them to her. I took pictures of them on my cell phone and I moved forward. That little did I know process of healing was going to help me to this very day. Whenever I am down and out, I find the thing that gives me the most joy. And that is seeing a sunrise and a sunset and the exhilaration that it gives me the new beginning in the morning of a new day. No matter what it looks like, 
knowing that promise of a new morning, believing, having faith, that things are going to work out as they should, and believing that God has a plan, that the universe has placed me in this spot for a reason, to learn a lesson, to support another person, to make a change in the world, to just be. And whatever my assignment is, God, I accept it. The sunset is a little bit different. It is releasing all that has happened in the process during that day. Letting it go, reflecting, measuring out what worked and what did not. Vowing not to do something that did not work the next day. We're trying again, knowing that we have a chance to try again tomorrow. For my mom, she did not have many of those days, but the funniest thing for me, and it may not seem funny to you, but the funniest thing was when the hospice nurses and the doctor told us that my mother did not have much time, we called in a priest, which is what you do to give somebody last rites to bless them so that they are blessed on the journey to the other side. So we called the church and asked the priest to come. And it's a humorous story because the priest, when he came, he was stumbling and nervous and a skinny young guy, and he had just gotten out of the seminary. And this was his first blessing of someone who was about to pass. When he came in, he admitted that to me, not realizing that my mom was quite alert and her sense of hearing was very keen understanding everything that was going on, even though she was in the process of dementia, she was extremely alert. Watching Fox News, which kind of disturbed me, and also watching Hallmark's Christmas in July 24-7. So we were constantly in a state of celebration, emotional intimacy of family, and Christmas celebration. This was a very interesting month. When the priest walked in the door, we turned it down long enough so that he come in. He would come in and do the prayers. My mom enjoyed this immensely because he was a handsome young guy and he held up nervously shaking his prayer book, reading the prayers, putting um, his vestments on, bringing his cross and doing all of the things, asking us to repeat the prayers with him. And my mom smiled at him as alert as can be and she said, thanks for doing that. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. And he looked at her and he quizzically looked at me and in my mother's earshot, he said something that made us all laugh. He said, you know, when, um, when she passes, please give me a call <laughs> and I will come and do the prayers. And my mother looked and she said, hey, I'm not dead yet. Are you trying to tell me something that I'm going to die? And we held back the laughter because it was a gift to us in the grieving process. Because my mother fully believed, even though she had 0% oxygen capacity and that her heart was very weak and she was barely eating or drinking anything, fully believed that she was going to get up out of that bed and she had plans for tomorrow and the next day and the next year, in fact. So we got such a kick out of this, knowing that when you're coming to the end of your life, and if you have an attitude like my mother, that you're still living every day with hopefulness and joyfulness and knowing that there is a possibility of tomorrow, 
you go and see that sunrise. And here I am, fast forward to today in 2022, thinking about my mom this entire month. We are getting close to the end. And my mother stayed till the very last day of July. And we stayed with her. I think back on that time, but now I think about those sunrises and those sunsets in a very different way. What I started as a practice to help my mother cope and myself as well has become a passion of mine that motivates me on life on the bright side. Who knows what God has in store for us, right? I started taking these pictures and posting them on social media. The reaction has been astounding because I thought I was just snapping a shot of something pretty. When I realized I'm finding a new wrinkle in every single shot because I am purposefully aiming my camera, phone, camera phone, mind you, not a regular camera, my camera phone in the direction of beauty, of peace, of contentment. And I am fully present in that moment. And I know a lot of people think that when they see a celebrity, taking a selfie with them is the ultimate goal, where when I was a kid, getting an autograph was the true miracle. Well, you know what? A cell phone does produce miracles. I see them on my phone. I have so many photographs of sunrises and sunsets in my photos right now. And all of them are my babies. Choosing one, I could be totally wrong because there's somebody out there for whom these photos is magic. And I discovered that yesterday when I posted some pictures that I took when the angels called me out of my bed, whispered in my ear, because I had said the night before, because I truly believe this is possible, I would like to see a sunrise, it's time. I haven't seen one in a few weeks. And I said, angels, please wake me up at 5.30 a.m. Thank you. Planted that suggestion out into the universe. Went to sleep and I am not kidding. My eyes started to open wide after having been up till 2 a.m. with my son, trying to get him to sleep. 5.28 a.m. My eyeballs open wide, I head to the bathroom, not knowing what time it is. Rejoicing at that point, knowing that my angels have my back. I threw on my flip-flops and the closest pair of shorts, got on my bicycle and headed for the beach. Never forgetting my cell phone, I put it in a pouch that I wore around my waist. As I headed to the beach, the anticipation, oh my goodness, no traffic at that time, got closer, rode down the boardwalk, which had maybe one other bicycle rider on it. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not too late because I believe that sunrise was at four, no, I'm sorry, 5.48 a.m. As I headed towards the sunrise, The town where I live is only a mile away from Atlantic City. So I could see the city coming to light. Not seeing a sunrise, so I thought I'm not too late. So I decided to head out to the fishing pier, pedaling up there as fast as I possibly could. After 
a kind of frustrating, tiring, defeatist attitude the day before about some of the projects I needed to get done. And because it was so exceedingly hot the day before, I was physically drained. I got up finding that I was pedaling as fast as I possibly could down the boardwalk. When I got there to the fishing pier, I slid into home, locked my bike on the edge of the pier and ran up to catch a sunrise and stood there and waited for the show in my front row seat. The anticipation and the excitement for me is just so palpable because the breeze is blowing through your hair, your clothes are whipping in the wind, and you're barely awake minutes into your morning and a miracle is about to happen. The waves are crashing against the pier, rocking back and forth. And as I looked up over the city, I was so thrilled because I had already started filming. And watching the rhythm of the waves back and forth, back and forth, I started to see that tiny little sliver of orange glow. There's nothing better than knowing it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's like anticipating a guest and you have prepared the feast for their arrival. The chairs, you vacuumed the floors. Well, I was ready, I was ready. And it happens so quickly. Those moments move so quickly that you just can't even imagine. So what I ended up doing was looking at that horizon and realizing what a special experience it was for me. And I glanced around as I looked and saw there was a man at the water's edge with his professional camera equipment and tripod catching a different angle than me. There was a, another man a little further away who was looking at a totally different angle. But I had chosen my spot and my spot was meant to be for me because when I was finished taking my pictures, I did a little segment of a video that I like to do for our group, Life on the Bright Side, on Facebook and say hello. And I found myself speaking words that were not mine. They were given to me. They were divine prayers, teaching people to have faith that as the sunrise comes every morning, that we can have faith that new things can begin again for us, that we have a possibility of renewing ourselves with that promise each day. And I never know what's going to come out. It just happens. So if we continue to endeavor to stay in that space of joy, whatever makes us joyful, we should do more of that. Because for some reason we were disconnected during part one of this conversation about sunrises and sunsets. Mainly what I wanted to do is give you an idea 
that people like my daughter who love things like the Halloween store where they sell Halloween costumes that gives her great joy. Halloween, pumpkins, all of those things fall. That is her season. She gets excited. She gets energized by wearing things that have to do with Halloween. She loves to go watch horror movies. I think that that's so fun and exciting for her. And that keeps moving her forward. It gets her excited. She has friends who like that, so they share that common interest. I have friends who like sunrises, it seems. Because when I posted the sunrises that I thought people would like, I just put a bunch together on social media. And guess what happened? People actually looked at those. Uh, I'm oh. very busy. I have to go. Right? You do? So Kyle decided to come in and tell me that he's very busy and he has to go in the middle of that. So um, he's very bored by the fact that I am talking about sunrises, I suppose. Anyway, what ends up happening is that people looked not only at the collection of photographs that I put on social media, they chose their favorites. This is incredible because this is something I love. And when you find people who love what you love, that joy continues because they find the enthusiasm that you find. And that word enthusiasm means finding the God within because we do have that spirit of us that can extend beyond ourselves. And that ecstasy, that expanding outside of ourselves can go out into the world. And for me, it starts with a sunrise. It starts with a sunset. It can start anytime. It can be talking about sunrises and sunsets. Well, thanks for joining us for Life on the Bright Side. Our program is brought to you by my favorite nonprofit organization, Faces the Number Four Autism. Facesforautism.org is a nonprofit which has been around for 20 years, educating and supporting families facing autism throughout the lifespan. We recently had a fundraiser, which is a comedy night. So many people come out to support the organization and the work that we do. Life on the Bright Side is the part of it that supports caregivers, that supports people who are out there giving of themselves every day and need a break. And that's what this is all about, finding our joy again so that we can go out there and do the best that we can with the people we love by taking care of ourselves first. Go out there and do something that gives you joy today. Even if it's a sunrise or a sunset, that's good. If it's going to the movies, if it is sitting with a friend in front of a campfire, do what you need to do to replenish yourself and be good to you because we know that you are good to others. Take care and don't forget to live your life on the bright side.